And welcome to the From Deep Show. We are back with episode three with myself, Luke Jansen, and my host, Phil Wiseman. Phil, say hello. Hello, beautiful people. We're about to put some basketball in between your brain and your ear holes. Let's talk some hoops. Let's do it. We have the Today Show. For those watching, you can see it on the right. Those not, I'm going to talk you through. We got From Deep, which is our awesome segment where we ask random questions. Last week was about Shaq and Muggsy Bogues' body. Fantastic. Uh, we got NBA Weekly. We got some pretty cool stuff going on there. We're going to be actually talking about the top 25 under 25 in the NBA and drafting our own. Uh, we got Social Hoops, which we got some awesome stuff coming at you this week that happened on Instagram and Twitter. We got a hot take uh, this week. It's not our hot take, unfortunately. I will say it is Paul Pierce's, and it's probably the tastiest and spiciest hot take you've ever heard in your life. Wouldn't you say, Phil? Not involving exotic dancers, but a hot take nevertheless. <laughs> and last we have a new segment, a We the North. Both Phil and I are huge Raptors fans. So whether you like them or not, you're going to hear about them on this podcast. So too bad. Let's go. Let's All talk right. some basketball. Let's talk basketball. Okay. So um, last week's questions from deep. Let's let's just jump right into them and switch us over. Boom. Mm-hmm. Swish. Now, it wasn't a swish for my question, unfortunately. Um, well, you know, maybe it was. I mean, what do you What do you think, Phil? Shaq in Muggsy Bogues' body, uh, point guard center. What, what do you What do you where, where do you think he's ending? I think your question, if I'm if I'm comparing it to political events, we're we're talking April. We're in April of 2021. We just had the Evergreen ship stuck in the Suez Canal. I feel like the question may have been the comparison of the ship stuck in the Suez Canal. But you know, it's it was it's the thought that counts, right? <laughs> <laughs> it, it wasn't a great one, and, and we're going to bring up the graph now. And so, Shaq in Muggsy Bogues' body, we had point guard 33.3%, and uh, not even a question per se or an answer, but it made it in overseas 66.7, a resounding, this man does not deserve to be in the NBA. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it is what it is. Uh, you know, I think he'd be an amazing point guard, probably a top five all time, maybe, but we'll never know now. Um, yeah, so let's, let's jump into our questions, Phil. What, uh, you know, Hey, Hey, uh, you started off, hit me up. Okay. So this week we had the lovely Charles Barkley making fun of the Clippers. And I quote, I've been poor. I've been rich. I've been fat. I've been in the hall of fame. And one thing I can tell you is that the Clippers have always sucked. What's one thing that's always sucked for you in basketball or in life? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what do you one think? thing that's always sucked in basketball um mm-hmm. or in life okay so ba- well, well, it's, it's, it's we, we could talk basketball i'm gonna I'm be honest it's uh it, my hops mm. it's uh i mean so for the white man you, can't jump white man can't jump uh for those of you who don't know phil and i we we played high school basketball together um i was known to do some 360 dunks uh but i lost a lot of my my vert uh <laughs> that's so okay that's news to me i I can't go through with that no i uh, i'm pretty sure my vert was a solid two to five inches um Mm -hmm. and that was on a good day when the wind was just picking me up a little bit uh (laughs) so yeah so definitely my hops uh, still still not there either and not gonna get any better only gonna go down minus inches somehow some way uh so yeah you'll be sinking to the ground okay flip it back phil what was your worst thing in basketball do we tell uh, the glasses story? I think. Oh, the glasses, the glasses story. story. Oh, the glasses yeah. story. Maybe that's one we save for a later episode. We can just lay the breadcrumbs here now. Okay. I would say one thing that's always sucked for me is whenever there's a turnover, 
that happens in the offensive end and you're on the block and you have to sprint all the way back to the other end to try and get back to play some transition defense. And you know, it's going to be a score anyways. And you're just, you're sucking air and you ha- just have to make that run. So that's, that would, I say would be the worst thing that sucks the most for me there. Okay. Okay. I like it. Um, so this one we're, we, we got, we're going to start off with an easy one. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it's a movie that just came out. Obviously it's created a lot, a lot of debate. King Kong versus Godzilla. Now, Ooh. you know, who, who is the better baller? And, and and that that's the question that I have for you. Who who King Kong or Godzilla? Who is the better baller? There's a meme online with uh, I think it's Godzilla backing up King Kong. He's got him. They're both post post players. Like there's no way that they play another position. Like these guys are big. But who who you got? Who's taking it? Are are we playing in the sense that there is a ref calling the game on a one on one, or is this street rules? Oh, this is street ball. 100 percent. we're talking king kong godzilla they're literally stamping on buildings while they're playing this game so okay so we've got an early spoiler alert announcement here i'm going godzilla just like the movie godzilla's gonna kick king kong's butt that's all i gotta say <laughs> okay see i haven't seen the movie so you ruined it for me never gonna watch spoiler. it now spoiler. <laughs> oh, you should have plugged your ears and not heard my answer i'm sorry uh <laughs> okay so there you have it godzilla uh let us know your answers if you think godzilla or king kong would be would be who taken a game to 11 street ball rules uh phil mm. second question what, what you got for me okay this this is a more physically demanding question so okay. i want to okay. i want you to embody yourself this first part of the question you're on the court and there's been a tussle that's about to been happen perhaps ogn and obi's lifted someone thrown them on the floor okay and then james johnson is across from you james yeah. johnson is a renowned martial artist for those that don't know in the nba and he gets so upset at what happens and he karate chops you right in the throat. So would you rather be karate chopped in the throat by James Johnson mm-hmm. or play post an ISO post against Joel Embiid where he's backing you down and after five seconds of punishment, you get dunked on, fall to the floor, and the ball bounces off your face? <laughs> both, to be honest. Those both sound like great times. But if, if I had to pick, uh, I mean, those would be my career highlights if I ever made the NBA. Mm-hmm. Um Ooh. Well, you know, I, I'm going to go with the Joel Embiid one just because I like my throat and I feel like a throat <laughs> <laughs> isn't going to be good for me. I, I can't imagine the health benefits from that. Like, yeah, I can get dunked on. It'll be on social shacked and fool. It'll be on social media, but I can rebound from that. A throat. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I recover from that very well. So <laughs> you might, you might lose your voice. You might lose. Yeah, something else. Yeah, we yeah, don't, I like, we don't I like my voice. I can't do the pod if that happens. So, so That's I'll, true. I'll get dunked on by Joel Embiid. Yeah, that's okay. I got to go with the same thing then. That's exactly right. There's some there's some great clips online of Joel Embiid playing street ball against average Joes like you and I and him bouncing the ball off of someone's face and then doing a massive dunk. That's what this inspired this question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Okay. Um, so we saved the best for last. Okay. And mm, best a little bit last. of a drum roll. Okay. <laughs> it's, I'm getting creative. Yeah, I have to, right? Like this is what the people want. This okay. is what the people want. So let's set the scene. Okay, so we're, we're uh, what's the Golden State Arena name? Is that the uh, Ooh, uh Chase Chase Center. If I'm not Chase mistaken. Center, yeah. So so you're you're at jump ball. Okay. Mm-hmm. And at the moment you've seen Freaky Friday. Mm-hmm. You you know, so body switch. So so at jump ball, you switch bodies yourself. You Phil Wiseman switch bodies with James Wiseman. Ooh. Same last name. So, you know, this for sure can happen. Better looking Wiseman too, I got to say. <laughs> so we're going there. Okay. So this is in the movies though. So this can obviously could be real life too. 
Okay. Fair. In front of you with that jump ball is Nikola. <laughs> Jokic. Nikola Jokic. Okay. What do you do? You have your current skill and athletic abilities, and you're forced to play at least 20 minutes. Go. So I'm James Wiseman. I'm taking the tip, taking the jump ball against Jokic, but I'm in his body. Yes, you are in his body, but it's your skills and athletic abilities, of course. Oh, I think Steve Kerr, just as he's been doing lately, is pulling that short leash, bringing me right to the pine, and I'm sitting on the sitting on the court side there. You got twenty the, minutes though. Oh, and no matter what I'm in, you get in twenty minutes because he's just like, no, there's no oh, way, boy. there's no way James Wiseman's playing this bad. Um, we're just gonna oh, run this. Through. I might, I might go for a nice little old <laughs> intentional foul. Just a nice little wrap on the wrists for uh, Nikola Jokic. For those of you that heard that nice little slap sound, I'm now going to have a red mark on my arm for the rest of the show. Uh, I might have to do that to try to leave early, or yeah. I'm just going to go all out and I'm just going to start shooting threes in Nikola Jokic's face. Uh, he's a slow man. I, I feel like my six foot self could maybe get by him. No, I, I could not get by him. Who are we kidding? I'm either going to shoot threes or I'm going to intentionally foul one or the other. We'll see how the game's going. If they have you? glasses. He'd be over. Oh, he'd be done. He'd be done. Head to head. Head to head. (laughs) Breadcrumbs. Lead them to Hansel and Gretel's college. People are going to be here for episode four. Like, what what, what was it with the... With the glasses, what was that? Um, oh no, I, I mean, I think you just similar to the backed up by Joel Embiid, you just cry, you get dunked on a couple times, you get postered. Mm-hmm. Um, you're looking at Steve Kerr and just going, Coach, please, please take me off. And they drag me off the floor. That's the best case scenario. <laughs> do you go into the stands like Metal World Beast? Oh, yeah, do you, you sit you, on the floor? You, what do you do? Yeah, maybe what you just you go full send, just right into a fan, just just. <laughs> Let's just end it, you know? <laughs> uh, shortest NBA career possible for James Wiseman. We love you, James Wiseman. Yes, we do. Uh, okay, so those are our from from deep questions. So those, those were pretty solid. I guess the one for our people is King Kong versus Godzilla. Definitely follow up on that. But now we're going to be switching over to NBA Weekly. Listen to that slam jam. Uh, we got some cool things going on here. We have, starting up first, Mr. Nicola. Phil, that's where you finished my lines. Come on, Phil. Nikola Jokic. See, we're twins. We're supposed to be twins. You're supposed to be right with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the cerebral fault failed me there. Oh, that's Ooh, all good. That five times fast. Cerebral thought. Cerebral, cerebral. thought. Ooh, ooh. Nah, I wouldn't make it. I, I'd no. quit. Um, yeah, so some really cool happened this week. He uh, had his 81st career tennis assist game. Actually, 82nd, because two days later, he actually dropped another 10-plus assist game. Passing Wilt Chamberlain for the most by a center in NBA history. Point center, fire. That's why sports center. Uh, yeah, what do you think, Phil? Point center, best one ever? Well, he's averaging 26.3 points a game, 10.9 boards a game, 8.8 bo- assists a game, excuse me. So 26.3, 10.9, 8.8, 57% shooting from the field, 43 basically from three, 86 from the line, and an effective field goal of 61%. I think this has to go down as one of the best big man seasons in NBA history in a shortened season and in a regular season, I got to say, too. My goodness. This man has been on fire. His Nuggets have won eight in a row. Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon. Look, oh, look at us. There's our cerebral thought. That hasn't failed us now. So Aaron Gordon, that addition, that addition has been fire. They're eight in a row. They keep on climbing. I think that MVP case for Nikola Jokic is getting stronger and stronger and stronger day by day. What are your thoughts? 
Yeah, no, I I mean it's it's awesome. I mean, anytime you're you're passing up Will Chamberlain in a <laughs> in the record mm-hmm. books, you've done something good because that boy has all the records. So if you're breaking a Wilt Chamberlain record, you've done good. I do like the bottom of the first reply. Wait, wait, Wilt actually passed the ball? <laughs> but that just goes to show you that Wilt Chamberlain had 80 career ten assist games, which is, again, quite impressive. <laughs> yeah, especially for a center, right? Jokic oh. is kind of a, a unicorn and anomaly in that way. So for him to already get to that stage in his career already... We've got many years ahead of us of watching Jokic highlights. It's exciting. Yep. It's going to be fun. Uh, Next one, we got another one for the record books. Uh, We have Splash Bro, Steph Curry, uh, only player with eight seasons of 200 threes per season. So 200 threes, eight seasons. He's in the record books. I mean, there's really not much to say here. Steph going to Steph. Guy's unbelievable. Um. I don't know if you've seen the stats for the poor, poor warriors when when he's not on the floor. It's uh, ooh, it's a what's the plus month. minus? Do you have that? I I think you showed me in that little Instagram post. I, I don't have it, mm-hmm. but I know it's 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 concerning. It's very concerning. But yeah, no, I thought that was kind of cool. I mean, a few years left. Uh, he's the type of player too. I could see staying around for a while if he wanted to, um, and just you know becoming maybe that. I don't know if he'd want to be a six man, but you know what I mean? Like he could be definitely an energy guy off the bench, consistently hit threes. Like, yeah, looking forward to see what he's going to do for the rest of his career. 272 threes behind Ray Allen for first all time. Yeah, that's going to be easy. I think that's done in, well, if he's on this pace, it's another year. It's another year and he's going to pass him, right? So yeah, because he's still incredible. got, I don't know how many games, there were, what, 20 games left? And he's already passed 200. Yeah, exactly right. So, so I think next season, if knock on wood, if Steph yeah. is healthy, he's yeah, going to pass him. For you. Yep. Yeah, it's crazy, man. He's one of the best. Definitely changed change the game. Um, now we're going to jump into the kind of the fun part of today's. This is the NBA's best 25 under 25. So ESPN put out their list. Uh, you can see the top six here. And if you can't, I'll just go off. They have Luka, uh, Doncic, uh, Zion. They got LaMelo, Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum, and Darren Fox. That's who their top six is. They have all 25. I'm not going to go over that. Because Phil and I feel like we can draft our own teams out of this and make a way, way good team. Now my team's going to be better and Phil's going to try and we can all appreciate that Phil has tried <laughs> and we're just going to give him round applause now. Hey man, you came out, you tried. Pat on the back, please. Pat little, on the back. Pat yeah. on the back. I'm yeah. excited for you to, to lose to me. Uh, cause I like winning. <laughs> so, uh, well, kind of the, the rounds here. Competition. Okay. Oh, of course there's gotta go. be some competition. Um, <laughs> we have our list here in front of us. We're going to kind of go through, we're just going to do the top seven cause we're 25. We're going to be here for a long time. Um, and, uh, Phil's going to pick a number between one and five. If he gets it right, he gets first pick. All right, Phil, you're on the board. If I guess it right, let's go two. two. I actually, it was five. I was trying to make it easy for you. I was hoping you either went one or five, but, uh, first pick is mine. I didn't want it. I, I kind of wanted the controversy of, of second pick. I'll um, trade you second pick for the first pick. Straight up. <laughs> no, it's too late. You 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 lost. Hey, it, for for someone so who's confident that they're going to pick the better team? Oh, no, okay. Okay. That's true. That's true. But you you lost, so I will. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. So with the first pick of the top twenty five under twenty five. We need the ESPN draft. The pick is number one overall. Zion Williamson, 
Ooh, Adam Silver selects first one over. Okay, Zion. Wow. I okay. We yeah, talked about this give me last some week. Rationale behind this. Mm-hmm. Zion is one of the okay. Luke is amazing. I mean, that's a, that you you can go either way. The reason I'm going with Zion, and he's got a lot to prove. But you got to remember, this is a top twenty five under twenty five. So a lot of these guys have things to prove. So these five years down the road, these could all be terrible picks. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's such a game changer in the sense of you don't see that type of force in the game. He's very unique. He's very unique, and I think when you see something so unique like that, you take it because you don't know what he's going to be able to do. Mm-hmm. You don't know where he's going to go. We kind of talked about Luca last week. We kind of think like Luca's hit kind of his ceiling, which is amazing. He's already amazing, but like what else does Luca really add? He's kind of there. I think, I think you see Luca for what he is, which is an MVP and he's going to get it. Maybe not this year, but in the future, he's going to get it. He's going to be a longstanding name. Zion Williamson. I feel like he's just touching the surface right now. Yeah. That's, that's a, I feel like we've already got a hot take here. You taking Zion over Luka Doncic. Well, this is a team, remember? We're drafting around a yeah, team. And a we're team. not just taking one guy. So I, I personally, I think Zion's going to help my team out better with how I'm picking. So, all right, Zion for mm-hmm. Luke. What are, you, what are you taking, Phil? Give me Luka Doncic. <laughs> give, give me Luka oh, Doncic. I was, hope, I was hoping he'd oh slide. Oh, my God. I was For someone who's so confident that they're going to win this, gives up the first overall threat. Oh, my goodness. Give me Luka Doncic, hands down. He's already a perennial MVP. <laughs> in my opinion, he's going to be a perennial MVP runner for years to come. We're in year three of Luka Doncic. Let's let's just give you a stat line here. Luke. Let's, let's see the player you've passed up. 28.6 points a game, 8.1 boards a game, 8.8 assists a game, 49% shooting from the field, 37% from downtown. And he's in year three, and he's only going to get better. So so for me, he's shooting career high from the three. He's shooting career high from the field. He's going to improve as he gets into the league a little bit more. A building stone of Luka Doncic got to the playoffs. I don't see Zion making the playoffs in his first two years. Give me, give me Luka Doncic, number one on my team here. Thank you, thank you for that gift. Hey, you're, you're welcome. You're you're welcome. You, you need it. it for the rest of the the rest of your team. All right. All right. Uh, well, yeah, like I said, that that's gonna be arguable. I, I'm I'm looking in the future and I just see Zion as 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 my guy. Okay, with the third pick, I guess. Um, I am. Do I want to jump down there just yet? Hmm. No. With the with the third time. pick, we are gonna go with the fourth pick from ESPN is Donovan Mitchell. Okay, Donovan Mitchell. Need me some shooting. The boys averaging twenty six points, four point five rebs, five five assists. Uh, you know, I like him. He was a killer in the playoffs last year. He went toe to toe with uh oh who is that? That was um toe to toe in the playoffs, Utah versus yes. the Denver Nuggets. The I Nuggets, believe is what Jamal you're saying, Murray. Jamal Murray. Yes. yes. Uh, so yeah, so uh, I like Don- I like Donovan. I think again, he's another guy who's got a ton of potential. I'd like to see mm-hmm. where he's going to go. Uh, that's my guy. You're up. Okay, Jason Tatum. He's my second pick. Yeah. Jason, okay. Jason Tatum, twenty five a game, seven boards. Another winner, Luke. Another winner. Another winner. Eastern Conference Finals a couple times with the Celts. 
Jason Tatum, I think uh, ben, uh, Bill Simmons loves to call Jason Tatum. 10-time Tatum because he's going to make the All-Star game 10 times. I think we're already a couple in, so 10-time Tatum. Join Mr. Luka Doncic. Okay. So that's a, that's a, it's a, you're starting off strong. I like it. Um, with the fifth pick, we gotta, we're going to add in another killer. We're going to jump down to number eight on the ESPN list Whoa. and grab Devin Booker. Devin Booker. I so, like that. Do you pick. see what I'm building? Do you see what I'm building? You're building a little bit of shooting, a little bit of outside. I like it. It's a nice little team you got. Devin Booker's a hell of a player. 25 a game, four four boards, four and a half assists. Suns are killing the league right now. Him and Chris Paul are looking like a really dynamic backcourt. So very, very nice pick. Yeah. We're, 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 on, we're on here. All right, my brother. What you got? You've got, so just to summarize for those listeners, we've got Zion Williamson, Donovan Mitchell, and Devin Booker for Team Jansen. We got Luka Doncic, Jason Tatum for Team Wiseman. And then we're going to get joined. We're going to have a Defensive Player of the Year nominee, Ben Simmons. Yeah, ben Simmons. He slid. He slid. Ben Simmons. That's who's going to be my third pick here. You took my, you took my pick. That's okay. That's who you wanted, eh? Okay. That's who I wanted next, but that's okay. That's mm-hmm. okay. I can let it slide. Um, Zion, Donovan, Devin. When I was looking at this, uh, I'm, I'm going to jump down low again. Um, I'm going to go uh, my boy who I was talking about last week because I think he's amazing, uh, Michael Porter Jr. Oh, the boy you were talking about last week. I believe that was my take. I, that That, that is was a your take, pick. but I took that it to the great... higher pick of his ceiling would be better than Luka Doncic. Well, it won't happen. But if it does, we're going to quote myself and we're going to go back and be like, look at this man. He knows. He's sports analyst of the year. And if it doesn't come to true, then we're just going to delete that video. We're just going to delete that take. That's okay. I, I like Porter Jr. You got some nice shooting building around Zion. That's very nice. Uh, I'm going to pick Bam Adebayo with my fourth pick. Oh, you took my defense. Yeah. took my defense. You're taking my, you're stripping me of my defense here, Phil. Yeah, so you're, you got your shooting, but I got some defense here. That's what I've got. So I got Luka Doncic, Jason Tatum, Ben Simmons, Bam Adebayo. That's my fourth pick. Who's your fifth pick, Mr. Jansen? Well, you took all of my bigs. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect you to go, expect you to take Ben and Bam. What are you, what are you doing there, mm-hmm. Phil? What are you doing? Just a little strategy here, you know? Just a little strategy. Yeah, but who's used to get Luca, Jason, Ben, and Bam? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. hey, if you like to lose, you like to lose. Uh, we are going to... <laughs> we're going to throw in the other beast from the from the Nuggets. We're going to go uh, with my fifth pick, Jamal Murray. Okay, Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray is your fifth pick. So we've got Zion Williamson in your front court. We've got a Michael Porter Jr. in your front court. We've got Jamal Murray, Devin Booker, and Donovan Mitchell in your back court. Okay. Yes, okay, so to round it out, I like me some passing. Give me LaMelo Ball. I'm buying into the hype of this rookie. We're going to be slinging the ball around. It's going to be beautiful. We've got Luka Doncic, uh, LaMelo Ball in the back court. We got a Luca, or sorry, we got a Jason Tatum. We got a Bam out of bio and a Ben Sims in the front court. Oh, that's oh. nice. It's nice. We're gonna we're gonna have to do a simulation here on two K. 
uh, against these two teams, and we will let you know the outcome. That's fair. I'll be interested to see it because, like, I feel like like you have a decent team. I like it. I'd be interested to see how they like. I, I like the flash. I like the style. So I'd be, I be. I think Lamelo kind of rounds that up nicely for you. Uh, let's grab two mm. more players here quickly uh, to kind of round out our team. So this is. I'm kind of thinking six man. I'm not thinking anything crazy. And uh, I'm gonna throw Trey Young in there because he's a bucket getter. And uh, who Ooh. wouldn't want him as your six man? Trey Young, beautiful. Does that guy come off the bench? Get you some quick buckets. Get the offense rolling. Okay, give me some Shea Gildress Alexander. SGA off the bench, long, athletic, lanky, dishing the ball. We're good to go here. Perfect, man. I like it. Uh, Number uh, seven, DeAndre Ayton. DeAndre Ayton. Okay, you're going all nice and big and tall. Well, we've disrespected De'Aaron Fox long enough. Um, I'm going to pick De'Aaron Fox here. (laughs) <laughs> De'Aaron Fox is a very good player. De'Aaron, if you're listening to the podcast, like many of your Sacramento King players, we love you. We love the Kings, even though you're sliding a little. De'Aaron Fox to round out my seven. Uh, just does, to summarize, maybe for, for does a Does De'Aaron bit. Fox choose to come off the bench, though? I don't, I don't think he has a choice here. <laughs> I know we got. I'm sorry, sure. De'Aaron. Uh, we, we love you. Like we said, come on the pod later. We'll, we'll get you on here nice and easy, okay? <laughs> Just to summarize, I guess, the teams yep. we got here, though. Uh, so we have for Team Jansen, Zion Williamson, Donovan Mitchell, Devin Booker, Jamal Murray, Mike Porter Jr., Trey Young, and DeAndre Ayton. That's pretty good. That's a pretty good lineup. I, I like it. You know, the, I think what, one of the things that made us start this conversation is there's so many good players under 25 in the NBA. The NBA future is in amazing hands. Amazing, amazing hands. And then the, just for my team here to round it up, Luka Doncic, Lamella Ball, Jason Tatum, De'Aaron Fox, Ben Simmons, Bam Adebayo, and Shea Gildress-Alexander. It's a nice team. It'd be, it would be interesting to watch those guys play. I, th- I think the only reason I didn't go Luka is because of like that scoring punch elsewhere that I was going. So I was trying to round out mm-hmm. that center. I was like, who's the best guy in there that's big? And I was like, for mm-hmm. out of there, I think that's obviously Zion. I don't think there's any comparison with the other big men in the league. Um, so that's why I went with them. Luka is amazing, but I was like, with what I built, I feel like I can get what Luka does through other players. Not through one player, but through multiple players fair enough what were you thinking what were you going with here it looks like you're going defense through and through and then have like some big time scorers yeah i'm I'm going defense and playmaking uh that's that's i've got a couple guys that can take some last shots and luka Doncic, jason Mm -hmm. tatum i got some anchors and bam and ben a versatile, long, lanky, athletic team that can run the break, get some steals. That's kind of my thought process. That's the style that I like to see. We'll have to sim it on 2K. We'll see. We're going to sim it in 2K. We're going to have to sim it on 2K. I think that'll be a lot of fun to see the results for next week. Okay, uh, that's that's it for this uh, weekly NBA. Let's uh, let's jump into our next one here. We got uh, social hoops. Uh, We got some cool things that happened this week. First of first of all, we have Mr. Shaq. He just he's always in our pods. We just love Shaq. Maybe maybe we should have a Shaq segment. <laughs> I mean, we kind of already do. We are, we're kind of built. We just like to sprinkle them all throughout the episode. You know? <laughs> so Shaq did a pretty cool thing this week. The video, so you guys can listen to it now. I appreciate it. I'm sure you guys 
So what we're seeing here is Shaq out of nowhere decided to pay for a guy's engagement ring in one of the stores he's in. So that was that was pretty cool, wasn't it, Phil? For Shaq, who uh, gets a bit of heat in the press with some of his takes on NBA, to see him uh, being a nice gentleman, helping a young man out with his first com- major commitment in his life, I think that's pretty exciting. Good on Shaq. Yeah, he was talking about it later, and he's just that's something he wants to do. I'd read into a couple other things where one time he saw a girl, she's purchased some furniture, and he's just like, hey, I got it for you. Like, I'm going to get your furniture. It's all good. It's taken care of. So, I, yeah, you know what? For the amount of heat Shaq gets, he's he truly is quite a nice guy, and he's always talked about wanting to bring a smile into the room for everybody's in. So good on you, Shaq. We love you around here. Uh, you're pretty much going to be mentioned in every podcast. Uh, all right, next. Pay it next. forward. Pay it forward. Pay it forward. I 100%, brother. Uh, we have the man, the myth, the legend. He's back in the NBA. Might only be on a 10-day contract, but we're hoping big things. Here's the video. Mr. Lucas perfectly for them. Gonna be Isaiah Thomas. Yep. Thomas. Good for him. Splash. Games since February of 2020. Looks pretty good, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Beautiful it's highlight. Him on the wing, shooting a three. Oh, I yeah. think he went four of 13 that game. But hey, you know he's back in the league. We love to see a happy, like just like Shaq. We love to see a happy, smiley face. Isaiah Thomas, king of the fourth. That was his lovely nickname back in the Celtics days before that hip injury. It's good to see a player like that back in the league. Yeah, no, I'm ex- I'm excited for him. It's going to be great. Uh, you know, obviously 10 points on 4-12, and then the next night 11 points on 4-13. It does show that to me, though, it might just be him trying to get his legs back under him. You know what I mean? Like the NBA, playing in the NBA is a little different than any type of workout regime you could be doing at home. So uh, let's see. I'd say play him out. I'd be silly for them not to run him all 10 games or throughout the games throughout the 10 days and uh, see how he does. I bet you by the end, if that shooting goes up and is a little bit more consistent, he's he's staying on. It's a nice option to have off the bench for the Pelicans too. A little bit of change of pace with Bledsoe on ball. Nice yep. little extra addition to kind of bring that in. And it's showing he's getting, what, 10 points a game right now, I think, with the, with the start the that two. he's got going. So yep. that's that's pretty solid. Nice to see. Yeah, I think they'll keep him. Uh, next one, we have uh, Mr. Giannis having some fun. He's just a funny guy. You see videos of him all over the place. But uh, this is here it is. Cash money. And this is big money. Follow me. <laughs> so as I said, this is cash money. And this is big money. money. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey. Me. Do we remember what happened like three months ago? <laughs> Do we remember what he signed for? Biggest ever? Quarter of a billion? Quarter of a billion. Ever, I think. So what we're seeing here is uh, Drew Holiday just signed an extension, $160 million for four years, said I'm a buck for life. Um, Giannis obviously having some, some fun with him. Big money. This is big money. And at the end of the clip, it's not about me. This is not about me. <laughs> uh, Giannis is getting weirder, more kooky with age. I, I think there's a good, a couple good Instagram viral viral videos that have gone off this year of him just being a little kookier. Him getting a little bit more adjusted to his life. It's awesome to see. Yeah, I think he's getting really comfortable with who he is and the leader of the Bucks, and it's nice to see. It's good. It's it's honestly, I'm happy for him. Uh, next one, we got two highlight plays from the week. Uh, this one here is actually from college hoops, which we didn't really cover anything, but I had to cover this when I showed Phil the clip. It's absolutely crazy. Um, Interesting, as you just say, watch it. On Butler instead. Nice curl. <laughs> For those that can't watch it, just that. So a man is literally hurdled. And uh, not just saying man, hurdled on the pump fake over top of him. Boom, goes right over top of him. Incredible. Just the athleticism of some of these college athletes now is incredible. 
me and Phil were talking about this. Uh, we saw like you see players go up for the block and they kind of land on the guy's back or something. He 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 cleared this man. Like he went for the block and the guy pumped him and he just jumped right over him and landed in front of him. <laughs> no no awkward landing. Stuck the landing perfectly. It was beautiful. Just cleared the man at its finest. Yep, it was nuts. Next one, we have uh, a nice old Kyrie slam jam. It's up against Eric playing. Bledsoe. He's the first pick Picks the him bench. off. That's right. It'll be Kyrie. Kyrie's big. He can get up there. So, there it is. Look at this. He gets ahead up. Gets up, slams it down, points to his mom and dad. He moves his hands in the air, too. That man is so right. graceful. Oh, beautiful. I think he said pointed to his dad and his sister. I think I said what the announcer said. Uh, but yeah, big dunk by Kyrie. And last one we have, which is which is pretty awesome, is I think this is obviously Chris Paul just trying to have some fun. But we got Look at this Jack Chris's secret stuff from, from <laughs> Chris Paul sitting on the bench drinking what seems to be a yellow Gatorade and it says Chris Secret stuff. <laughs> I unconfirmed yellow Gatorade, Luke. We we know that he's a fellow banana boat member with True. LeBron, Wayne Wade, and Carmelo Anthony. So he's just supporting his boys, supporting Space Jam too. It's beautiful, and I think CP3 has been has been taking some secret stuff because not only has he uh, stopped eating meat, but he's gone pure vegan. He's not eating anything like that. He's just going back to basics and having that secret stuff. Maybe we maybe there's something special in there. We just don't know. It's true. Well, hey, man, Phoenix is second. So uh, whatever they're doing, he just needs to keep drinking that secret stuff and uh, keep playing the way he's playing on the court. Uh, that is it for our social hoops. And now we're going to jump into the sizzling flame of the hot take. Crackle, crackle. Crackle, crackle, crackle. So this is, uh, as we talked about, Phil and I are going to have uh, the numbers one through five on spiciness. And we do have what Paul Pierce would consider a Shaq five. Look at that, man. Ooh. A Kansas, I'm sorry, hot wings. This is too hot, too hot to handle. Paul Pierce coming out and saying, May 20 of 2020, last year, LeBron, LeBron James is not a top five player of all time. It's spicy. Phil, why don't you read me a little bit on that? Tell me what you're thinking about this. Yeah, so just to kind of bring the quote into play here, so... Bill, so this is this is Paul Pierce talking. Bill Russell built up the organization in Boston. He should get way more credit than we give him. And a lot of times he gets left out of the conversation. So in saying that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan, Tim Duncan, Kobe Bryant, Larry Bird, these guys are all top 10 players who either helped build their up their organizations or continued the tradition. He went and put together a team in Miami, talking about LeBron, in some ways, he came back to Cleveland to put that team together, and then he went to the Lakers where a tradition has already been made. Is LeBron James a top five player? Go, Luke. What do you think? We talked about this, and yes, of course. Of course he is. But is there a conversation of, well, what, what makes a top five player of all time? And that's where I could see – I'm trying to give Paul Pierce a little bit of, of some wiggle room to see what he's trying to say here. I'm trying to give him a little bit because LeBron James as a player, arguably one of the, the, the best players to ever play the game, but has also been surrounded by talent that would elevate your game throughout every season he's played. Not every season, 
but as he started to get into Miami, back to Cleveland, now at the Lakers, he's continually been surrounded by good, good, good people. And it's like, does that make him a top five player? I, I, when you see that list, and that's what that's what coming. You see Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Guy's amazing. You can't you can't argue what he did. He's definitely in there. Magic Johnson. You know, again, this is some big names of some guys who stuck it through with their teams and won rings after rings after rings. Michael Jordan, Bulls through and through. Tim Duncan, Spurs through and through. Kobe Bryant, Laker through and through. So I think what he was trying to say is top five player maybe of like, of what basketball should be. Maybe, maybe that's what he's trying to say. Like you stuck with your team, you stuck with your organization. You made that, you you became a top five player because you made your organization good. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to give him a leash, but I could see a little bit of where he's come from. Yeah, it's it's an interesting take that LeBron is in the top five player to me. That it's spicy, Phil. That's why that's why we have Shaq. That's why we have Shaq up there. Take. That's why we got that spicy take with Shaq there. I, I agree. But when you think of someone like LeBron, he established the player empowerment era. He's got four championships. He beat the best team ever with the seventy three and nine Warriors. MJ never beat a seventy three and nine team. If we're talking about all-time players, he never played as someone against that was two MVPs on one team with Durant and Curry. Yeah, and then you've got a supporting cast of Clay Thompson and, and Draymond Green. He beat Oklahoma City, which has Kevin Durant or had Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Russell Westbrook, three MVPs later down in their roads in their career. He beat the Spurs and Tim Duncan, who he's got on this list as one of the top five players. When, uh, of course, when Tim Duncan's at the end of his career, but LeBron has beat these amazing teams to win championships. Sure, he teamed up with some other players, but then again, I think you can't knock a man for establishing an era, establishing a movement, getting 17 all star appearances on the way, 13 first team all NBA, five team all defensive, four MVPs. Let's not forget two gold medals on the United States Olympic teams. I mean, this, this man, I think he's got to be top two, top three, all time. Not not just top five. Yeah. Now, uh, yeah, yeah, and I'm, I'm right on the same boat with you. I mean, LeBron's LeBron. Mm. Now, what if LeBron stayed with Cleveland from now until, from the start of his career to where he is now? Is he, is he still LeBron James? I don't think he has many championships. Uh, w- one of the main reasons that he left in 2010 is that the Cavaliers had basically sold all of their future essentially to try and get LeBron those championships before he left. And that roster was not going to win a championship. I think LeBron is a very smart player, sees the future in that perspective, sees how his legacy is going to play out if he was to stay with that team. I think also in the same way that he left Miami, he sees his legacy ahead of time. He knows Dwayne Wade's kind of falling off a little bit. He sees Chris Bosh, who's starting to improve, but also is getting constant injuries. If he goes to Cleveland, plays with a young Kyrie Irving, Maybe they get a, a top pick that would have been Andrew Wiggins, but they trade it for Kevin Love. He's he's a very smart, savvy basketball player and legiem, as people call him. He plans his team moves. You got Anthony Davis to the Lakers, part of clutch sports. This man knows what he's doing. I think it's a lot more also behind the scenes that we don't really give credit to LeBron. Yep. Yeah, and, and I and yeah, of course. Like I said, I, I think where all that Paul Pierce is saying here is just like if he stuck it through. 
like some other mm-hmm. players. You see like Tim Duncan, there was some years where the Spurs were always making playoffs, but early first round exit, early first round exit, semifinals exit. And like Tim Duncan could at any point been like, okay, I'm out. I'm going to, I'm going to go join some other guys. Or if Kobe yeah. is just like when the big three, imagine if rather than Ray Allen, somehow Kobe's like, I'm going to go join the Celtics. Right. Mm-hmm. And again, it's just like, yeah, that would change their careers. Kobe, if Kobe Bryant was the big three with the Celtics rather than Ray Allen, I'm not saying anything to Ray Allen, but I'm sorry. There's no comparison between him and, and Kobe. Like it, it, LeBron, like you said, though, he's GM'd himself in the player empowerment. And I think that's where Paul Pierce, unfortunately, is talking about guys who didn't really have as much pull in a time and place to be like, yeah, I want out. I'm going to go form a super team. That just didn't happen as much. It was more like build it up, build it through. I think he's a little bit bitter too, because oh, he sure. he he's, he lost to LeBron. He did leave, beat LeBron, but once he got to Miami, it was all all LeBron, all the future. Someone like Paul Pierce st- sticking with the Celtics for so long, only really getting championships near the end of his career, not really getting anything during the prime of his career. I think he's seeing like, oh, if I did that, I would have won so many more championships. I could have been so much better. Which also led to his discussion saying about how he thinks he had a better career than Dwayne Wade. I, it's some interesting takes by Mr. Paul Pierce. So, yep. And I think it comes down to is, is LeBron a top five player of organization of all time? I think that's what he's trying to say. Cause you know, you think of Tim Duncan, you think Spurs, you think Kobe, you think Lakers when you think LeBron, he doesn't have a team. Yeah, you're right. And I think that's, I think that's the only thing comparison that you can make. Is he a top five organizational player for his team? And I would say no there's definitely some definitely better player pools to pick from of guys who stuck with organizations and did amazing things, but mm-hmm. as top five, you could time, even argue Steph Curry, Steph Curry yeah. right now, right? 100%. If you're, if you're playing that way, you could do that. Yeah. So him. I think that's what he's trying to say past that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. LeBron's like top two, two, probably number one by the time his career is done, to be honest. So, all right. I liked it though. See, that was hot. That was a hot take. We, we, Shaq, we, Kansas wings. We, mm-hmm. we, t- we talked Watch it out. out. I could see Pierce. I gave you a little bit of a, some wiggle room. I was, I was trying to see where you're coming from. I think I got into your mindset. I hope. I hope I was in there. Uh, don't get in too much at the mindset, Luke. It'll just lead you down bad paths. We, we know true. what happened this week when we, we won't discuss it We don't want to be further. too much of the truth. Um, okay. So lastly, we are jumping into the final segment of the pod. We have a new one. The we the north there's some sizzling sounds of some cold wind because it's cold well it's actually not cold in canada anymore no that's been kind of nice 25 degrees in ottawa on april 10th today yeah oh i know it's lovely but only a couple four weeks ago it was a very different story (laughs) (laughs) absolutely (laughs) it was the we the frozen north uh okay Mm -hmm. so we have some cool things that happened with the raptors this week if you haven't paid any attention oh gee let's get it up here (laughs) They say play on, OG goes court. up. Dennis Schroeder kind of gets tangled up. OG power bombs him. <laughs> what is this, WWE? Gary Trent's getting in there. There's fight. I love Gary Trent getting right in there. He's a new rapper, and he's sticking up for OG right away. Amazing. What, what do you think is going through OG's mind there? What, what was that? I, I think he thought that he was trying to do something a little bit dirtier, uh, Dennis Schroeder, but Dennis Schroeder looked like he was just trying to hold him up so that he wouldn't fall and get an injury. I think he just misinterpreted Schroeder trying to help him. And also, though, OG, that boy deadlifts. Oh, look <laughs> Look how easily he lifts up Dennis Schroeder. <laughs> That's what I mean. My goodness. So, yeah, that was, it, was, it was interesting. It was, it was interesting for sure. I, I think it was just a miscommunication, um, and that resulted in, in what happened. I'm glad nobody threw any 
punches because that could end in some suspensions. So I'm just glad that it was kind of just got a little bit heated and then they, they calmed it off. Uh, our next exactly one. Right. Just, uh, just to kind oh, of go ahead. Yeah, yeah, for Dennis sure. Schroeder, 172 pounds for those that are curious, just easily picking him up, putting him down 172 pounds. OG and an OB hitting those doing well. That's not a lot though. 172 in the NBA. It's pretty small. You'd be I mean, surprised that's still, how spry they are, some of them, right? So, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, it's a different, different game. Yeah. Uh, next, we have a former Raptor, uh, Serge Ibaka, looking his finest. For those on audio, you can't see this, and I don't think there's any way I can describe it. Um, <laughs> uh, let, let me try here. We've got <laughs> okay. we've we've got vertical stripes, uh, a blue. Your grandma's it, curtain. A your navy gran- blue curtain. I think it's your grandma's grandma's blue. So if your grandma had the blue couch. Mm-hmm. The classic grandma. blue couch. My, my nanny has a classic blue couch. Imagine that as the curtain, but with white stripes <laughs> in it, and and that's what we're seeing Serge wear. And I don't, I don't a chapeau, a white little boat hat chapeau, and a nice little black bandana mask. Beautiful. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna chirp the man. I know he does say in the hashtag it is culture, and I'm sure there's some cultural. You know. Avec class as well, Luke. With class. Yes. So he's always bringing out some cool stuff. I I, I wouldn't wear it, but, you know, good on him. Um, mm. Not for me. Maybe Phil. Phil, I think he'd look good in that. Mm, fashion. Fashion. I, and, what yeah. do you think? You think uh, you think Pri would, would be down to get that for you? I think I don't have the long, slender frame as Serge Ibaka. I think you got to have that long, slender frame to really look the, take this off, look good in it, you know? I think she'd probably send me back to the change room to say, no, 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 we aren't leaving with this. <laughs> that's, that's fair. Um, next, we have Mr. Kem Birch. Mm-hmm. The Birch Tree himself. The Birch Tree himself. What's going on there, Phil? So he is leaving the Orlando Magic. He is a role player, some people could say, that is a center position player that has been playing power forward with Vooch Island, Nikola Vucevic, before he went to the Chicago Bulls. And now he's going to join the Toronto Raptors. He's going to join the Toronto Raptors after he clears waivers. Fingers crossed. Knock on wood. I'm quoting Woj and Shams here. And he's going to fill up that lovely center position for the Raptors. Hopefully get a little bit more. Yeah, hopefully get a much more filled-in spot. Aaron Baines has been playing well of late. But Ken Birch, I think, will be a nice little addition. And he's Canadian from Montreal. Avec oh, cool. I didn't actually know that. Here as well. Here we go. Mm-hmm. I didn't know he was from Montreal. That's actually cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's I like that pick. And you know what? Uh, for Baines, I know everyone always is chirping him, and I chirped him myself. I just wish we got him four years ago. Oh, you're not putting him on the bobby, are you? <laughs> I just, yeah, I just wish we would have. Four years ago, would love to have you, Baines, but now you're kind of at that weird injury age that bigs get to. And, uh, well, keep playing hard, brother. Keep your spot. So, lastly, the biggest thing of the We the North, probably the biggest thing of the segment, in, in my opinion, uh, Gary Trent. You hear it. Listen to it. On the tape, Neto doesn't go. Trent with it. Trent. Two seconds. Trent. Bang. Bang. You heard it. You, I don't have to explain it. You've seen it. If you didn't, Gary Trent, game winner. I don't even know what, what, how many games was that with the Raptors? Like game eight, game 10, maybe? It was like a full season the way this man's been playing. Oh, Backing up OG, hitting game winners. But the fact that they trusted him to hit a game winner and the fact that he felt confident enough to take it, only big things for the Raptors. That was so cool. I mean, it was, it was against the Wizards, right? 
for sure. Yeah, it was against the Wizards. Yeah, yeah. so, I mean, you could argue, yeah, it was against the Wizards, but still, the fact that he has that confidence at 22, came from Portland, he's seen Dame do it, him and Dame are in practice, hitting Dame time, and he's like, it's Gary time. And Dame's like, no, it's Dame time, you're out of here, get this fool traded. And Norman came in, and Gary's like, nah, it's Gary time, and we the North, and I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah, Gary time doesn't have the same kind of ring to it, but, but you know, maybe if he hits a few more. Uh, I, I think one thing that you're you're forgetting about that it's the biggest part of the segment, I think Dennis Schroeder would disagree with you. Him getting slammed by OG may be what he feels the biggest thing, but as Raptors fans, biggest play of the week. Awesome for Gary Trent to hit this type of shot so early in his career without Kyle Lowry. No Fred Van Vliet. Confidence, baby confidence. Release that shot. Game winner. Raptors. Boom. We the North segment is done. And that, my folks, is another segment done. Uh, super happy to have you guys with us. Uh, if you ever have anything you want us to talk about, please uh, shoot us a message. We'd love to talk about anything. Uh, we like to have some fun. We like to have some some serious parts. We're just uh, we just like basketball, so we like talking about it. And uh, Phil, what what you got? You got anything to add before we end this off? Moving and grooving, silly fun. A little a little bit more serious over here. A little bit more fun over here. It's a perfect blend. A perfect sandwich of NBA chat and talks. Couldn't ask for any more. From deep splash. All right, we will see you next week for episode four. See you later.